Good morning and happy new year to you all. Late night, everyone. We're starting a, a new series. It's a new year. We're starting a new series. And it's going to be about the book of Genesis. And um, just a little short introduction today. And I haven't got a timer up there, so I can speak for as long as I like. That's good. Or bad. Yeah, so we're going to, we're going to have a new series about Genesis uh, for the month of January. And uh, Genesis is all about new beginnings. And there's loads of lessons. There's loads of like practical things we can take from the, the book of Genesis about starting well, about being intentional with our relationship with God. And this morning, for a really short time, I just want to look at this thought that God always does what he says he will do. And you could look at that and um, you could have a negative slant on that and you could think that's really bad because God does what he says he's going to do and that means I'm in trouble. You could look at it the other way and think that God does what he says he's going to do. He is like stable, he's like reliable. When he promises to do something, he actually delivers. That's a really secure place to be when you're with somebody like that who does what they say. She's going to look into that a little bit this morning. We're going to read some verses from Genesis 9, starting at verse 8. And it says this, Then God said to Noah and to his sons with him, I now establish my covenant with you, and with your descendants after you, and with every living creature that was with you, the birds, the livestock, and all the wild animals, all those that came out of the ark with you, every living creature on earth. I establish my covenant with you. Never again will all life be destroyed by the waters of a flood. Never again will there be a flood to destroy the earth. And God said, this is the sign of the covenant I am making between me and you and every living creature with you, a covenant for all generations to come. So this is a covenant for us. I have set my rainbow in the clouds, and it will be a sign of the covenant between me and the earth. Whenever I bring clouds over the earth and the rainbow appears in the clouds, I will remember my covenant between me and you and all living creatures of every kind. Never again will the waters become a flood to destroy all life. Whenever the rainbow appears in the clouds, I will see it and remember the everlasting covenant between God and all living creatures of every kind on the earth. So God said to Noah, this is the sign of the covenant I've established between me and all life on earth. The sign of the covenant that God made that he would keep his word was a a rainbow. When I was um, on sabbatical, we went to Scotland for for, uh, a few weeks and there was a period in Scotland where a rainbow appeared every day, literally every day, for about seven days, a rainbow appeared. And there's one of them. It's a nice scene, isn't it? There's another one. There's another one. Literally every day for seven days, this, this a rainbow appeared. And it really made a, an impression on me. It really reminded me of God's promises to us that when he says something he does it he, he can be trusted rainbows are mentioned twice in the bible once in genesis and once in revelation and in revelation the rainbow is seen behind the throne of god when john has this vision of heaven there is a rainbow there 
It's a permanent reminder of God's covenant with man. God's promises that he's not going to destroy us, but he's actually going to protect us. He's actually going to love us. The rainbow's a promise, a commitment, a relationship, a protection. It's something that we can be really so happy about because God is for us and God keeps his word. Now, on a beautiful summer's day, when the sky is blue and there are no clouds, there are no rainbows. It takes water to create a rainbow. And there's something of that, that in life, when things are stormy, when things are difficult, that's when we need to remember the promises of God to us. We don't sort of need them to the same extent on sunny days when everything's going fine. But those times when the storms of life hit us, that's when we need to remember that what God's promises are for us. When we go through those, those situations, they know we, we use storms as metaphors for difficulties in life. When we go through the storms, that's when God's promises are clear to us. So there's just three quick things uh, I want to look at in terms of God's promises. First thing is that God's promises are true and they will come to pass. My granddad used to say, it's impossible for God to lie. And he, he used to say, by his nature, he cannot lie. He is, he, is, he is truth, therefore he can't lie. When God makes a promise, it's true. The second thing is, though, it's not just true, he delivers on it as well. If God has promised you something, it will happen. So sometimes we, we doubt God. But God cannot be doubted in that when he says something, it's true. And when he says something, he does it. Sometimes our, our life experience, what we're going through, causes us to doubt but can we hold on to that thought that promise that covenant of God that when he says something when he promises something he's going to do it and maybe sometimes we get a little bit impatient because we want things to happen right now but God is working something through in us as Emma was sharing with us this morning God didn't make a mistake when he made any of us he planned us he created us that doesn't mean to say he's not refining us a bit and knocking some of the edges off and making us more like Jesus. So let's not be impatient when God is working on us. God is reliable. He keeps his word. That's a great place to be. You know, the opposite of, being, of someone keeping their word and being reliable and doing what they say is, is someone who betrays you. We've probably all been betrayed by somebody who we trusted. God is never going to betray you. You can trust him. The second thing about the promises of God is that God is faithful. Even when Noah messes up, after this situation, Noah gets drunk, puts himself in an embarrassing situation. God doesn't just give up on him. He said, no, I've made, a, I've made a covenant with you. I've made a promise with you. I'm with you through this. He remains faithful. So the challenge for us is God is faithful to us. Can we be faithful in response to him? When things don't turn out how we want them to, 
can we remain faithful, believing that God is with us and God has a better plan and a better purpose and a better outcome for us? Can we believe that? The third thing that I want us to remember about God's promises is that God is good, God is for us, God is with us. Believe it. It's true. Sometimes we don't think it is when things are going wrong. But the fact that we've just been celebrating how much God loves us, what he was prepared to do for us, that he was prepared to die on a cross for us, do not doubt that he is good, that he loves us and that he's for us. So how do we respond to God's promises? How do we respond to God's covenant where it's really clear he's keeping his side of the deal? See, a covenant is between two parties. God is keeping his part of the deal. How do we respond to that? Do we ignore that or do we want to engage with that? I love these verses in Joshua 24 where Joshua says this, But if serving the Lord seems undesirable to you, then choose for yourself this day whom you will serve, whether the gods of your ancestors who served the God beyond the Euphrates, or the gods of the Amorites in whose land you are now living. But as for me and my household, we will serve the Lord. I love that phrase. I love the intentionality of that phrase. It says, as for me and my house, we will serve the Lord. You know, that's that's not saying we'll never do anything wrong. That's not saying we're not going to make mistakes. That's not saying we're going to fall down sometimes. What that's saying is, this is the course I'm on. I'm on this course where I want to follow the Lord. And if I fall down, when I get up, I know which direction I need to keep heading in. I'm not perfect. I will fail. But I know the the direction of travel. And I'm going to stick to that direction of travel. That me and my house... We will serve the Lord. I think that's a a great response that we can have to God's promises to us. So as individuals, what has God promised you? Are the things that you know God spoke to you that haven't come to pass yet? Because if God spoke it to you, it will come to pass. You will see that promise come to pass. Hold on to it. Pray into it. Pursue it because it's going to happen. We weren't created just to be individuals. We were created for relationship, for community. Community with God and community with others. We weren't designed, we weren't created to live alone. So what about the promises of God for us as a community, as a body, as a church? Well, there's some prophetic words we received back in 2019. I just want to remind you of them today. So what is a prophetic word? It's where we believe that God has spoken something for today, for now, for this place, this location, us. But we believe it's a word from God. 
So in January 2019, we received this prophecy. It was in this building. You've seen tonight some people who have laid things aside and have sought me and I have spoken to them. But I tell you, there are more people. There are many people sat in this congregation this evening that I also have my hand on, who I have gifted, who I am calling at this time to rise up and to be what I have created you to be. And there are many who are not in this place tonight who are exactly the same. I have my hand on them. And I am calling you as a people in this area to rise and to flow as one stream. When two streams that are strong flow and come together, in that place where they come together, there will be turbulence and there can be choppy waters. We've seen something of that. I told you, when God says something, it comes to pass. And what I say to you tonight is that those who lead the churches in this area, if you are obedient to my word, if you come and allow these streams to flow as one, it's going to require you to put down something that you hold dear. It's going to cause you to let go of things that you might want to let, might not want to let go of. But if you are obedient and if you allow me to bring you into that place where you flow as one stream, I tell you this now, there is no scheme of man or power of hell that can stand against you because I am with you. That's a great promise. God is with us. So will you be obedient? Will you rise? Because I don't just want it to be a stream. Because as the stream flows, I will pour out the floodgates of heaven and it will be a torrent. And the dry seeds which have been planted years ago will be watered. And there will be a great harvest if you are obedient to my voice. The time is at hand. I have spoken to you in years past and the time is now at hand to do what I've called you to do. That was in January 2019. In July 2019, God said this. I would say to you that you want to talk about change. The people you meet on Sunday will want to talk about change. Those around you will want to talk about change, but I want to talk about growth. This is not about rearranging. This is not about sorting out problems. It's not about fixing something that's gone wrong in the past. This change is all about growth. It's not anything that is negative. It is all positive, though it will feel negative to some people. I want to encourage you as you talk to others, each and every one that you speak to, if you have the opportunity, talk about growth as part of the conversation. I believe they were words from God, and I believe God keeps his promises. I don't believe I'm alone on that. I believe the leadership team believe that as well. I believe the ministry heads believe that as well. I believe many of you believe that as well. We've been through some years with some ups and downs, but the promises of God remain. God still has a plan for us. And I am waiting and watching and praying that those words will come to pass. And I believe they are going to come to pass. And I believe that they don't just impact this town, but they impact other towns in Kent as well. Because Jesus is building his church And he asks each of us to be part of that. There is a part for every single one of us. There is no, like, unemployment in the kingdom. There's something that every one of us can do. We've all got a part to play. We're all a cog in the system, as it were. The thing is, do we believe it? Do we believe 
the promises of God. I just want to say that I really do. I really believe that God has got a plan and a purpose for one church and and for, for other churches as well in this town and in Kent. And I'm watching and waiting to see what comes. And there's a part for every single one of us to play in that. Doesn't mean we won't make mistakes. Doesn't mean to say we won't get things wrong. But if we've got a course, if we're saying, as for me and my house, we're going to serve the Lord, then we're heading in the right direction. So at this time of year, it's often a time of year where we reflect back and then we think about the future. And I just want us to pause for a moment. And uh, if you're able, stand. If you're not, that's absolutely fine. But I just want to pray, and while I'm praying, I'd really like you to really be open to God's Spirit. What is God saying to you? What is he saying to you as an individual? What is he saying to you as part of his kingdom? And how that relates to what he's called you to do in his kingdom. So will you stand with me? And as I pray, you, you let God's Spirit speak to you. You interact with, with, with God. You open your heart to God and maybe there are things that he's promised you that haven't come about as yet. Open those things up to him again this morning. Allow him to speak into those situations. Lord Jesus, I thank you that as we come to you this morning, we know who you are. We know that you, you keep your promises. We know you do what you say. And we know that when you say something, you do it. And Lord, this morning as we start another year, we don't know the beginning to, of, and the end of this year. We don't know the situations that we will come across. We don't know the circumstances that will change in our lives. Some of them for good, some of them maybe not for good. But Lord, we trust that you are going to walk with us through all these circumstances of our life, all these situations of our life. And Lord, even as we're opening our hearts to you this morning, Lord, just speak into our situations, I pray. Speak into us as individuals, but speak into us also, Lord, as how we are part of a body, we are part of a family, we are part of your kingdom, your church on this earth, Lord. Lord, just reveal stuff to us, even this morning, Lord, and tomorrow and this week and this month. As we wait on you, Lord, let us see your purposes come to pass. Let us know your promises are good and true. Lord, let us be in that place where we can have confidence in you. Lord, help us to have confidence in you, I pray, Lord Jesus. Lord, bless us this year. Lord, bless us to be a blessing to others in this community, in this town, and this county as well, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Amen.